None of us knows, Major. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. Each of us woke up one moment, and here we were in the darkness. Nani? That's the question we asked ourselves. Drive the bus, bus driver. Back up! Make you all tingly and excited. Back up! Drive the bus, bus driver. Back up! Make you all tingly and excited. Back up! I can do. Make you all tingly and excited. Be even funnier if she wasn't dead. Make you all tingly and excited. Have you accepted Jesus as your personal savior? Betty, 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 cute. Betty, 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 cute. I like my swimming. All right, everybody, it's 4:30. School is finally over. Time to go home, load up that bong, and watch Pokemon. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Anime Anchor. As <clears throat> my voice sounds like I just drink the contents of a McDonald's fryer, as my voice is so oily and slick that it may just make me slip into unconsciousness due to an epileptic coma. How is everyone doing? Welcome to the new year. Holy fuck, it's already on fire. It's not good. I'm very scared. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> so, I wanted to do an overview episode over of all the stuff I watched this entire year. Talk about, you know, the sort of content. And, uh, talk about my plans for the following year. I really did intend to watch more things this year, but that just didn't end up happening. But I was able to narrow it down to 13 shows. Which I will talk about, not in the order that I watch them, but in the order that they show up on my list, which is alphabetical. <laughs> uh, one of the best shows I watched this year, by far, well, no, I didn't score it like that whenever I finally, you know, talked about it. Oh, I can't hear my own voice. I had both my headphones in, and it sounded very moany. It's very moany. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. I did a kind of meh episode on Cowboy Bebop earlier in the year. I kind of said it was my best episode whenever I made it, because I think up to that point, I had been doing this job very poorly. <laughs> I, I, I really can't get over the fact that uh, how hard talking into a microphone about stuff that I like would be. Because I talk about stuff I like all the time, and it doesn't usually matter how much, how bad I am at it. <laughs> But, you know, I've assumed, and correctly assumed, that the more I do this, the better I'll be. And I've already come up with a better structure for making reviews, I've already come up for a better structure on release dates, and I'm already doing a better job. And you can expect much more content coming real soon if you've been loyally keeping up with the show. Thank you guys so much for the spike of views in the last week, and that has really made my day. And week and life. Honestly, I'm so desperate for attention that it's made my life. 
I just want people to look at me and watch me dance like a monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, I need attention. Uh, Cowboy Bebop. So, whenever I watch this show's, the this show, I'm autistic, uh, the first time, it was hyped up to me as one of the best anime ever made and has not quite been topped even to this day. That is how it was sold to me whenever I bought the DVD without ever having seen it before and watched it on my dad's Blu-ray player downstairs in his office when he wasn't working. And I've got to say, it's a really stylish show. It's a really well-structured show. It's got good writing and even better art and music design. But it is not perfect. And if I could, if I consider everything I watched this year, it's actually one of the weaker shows I watched overall. Because I watched a lot of good shit. And, well, hmm. I didn't watch anything bad, just like blatantly bad this year. That's something I was realizing as I was going through this list. Everything I watched was either at least okay. That's what I realized. Um... So, Cowboy Bebop, the show, is has lots of standout episodes, it has more than a few sort of meh episodes, and it doesn't have a strong enough through line all the way through the show for it to be anything more than a 7 out of 10 in my book. Not to say, not to take away anything from the fact that it is incredibly stylish and makes you feel cool watching it. It makes you feel like Spike Siegel. It makes you feel like Spike Spiegel. But in my book, it was a 7 out of 10. The movie, however, it was took all that style that you see in the show and brings it to a logical, like, put, it pushes it to a logical end. And that's basically the only reason I gave it an 8 out of 10, as opposed to the 7 out of 10 I gave it to the show. If it was, And it would have been higher if it hadn't had what would have been considered probably a B plot in the scheme of the show. I mean, seriously, if this the story of the movie had been, you know... An episode in the show, I would have considered it to be like one of the more forgettable ones. Even though there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in this this episode. I think that kind of more attests to the strength of the original show. Because there are more than a few episodes in that show that I think about all the time still. Which makes me think I probably everything I said a second ago was a little bit unfair. Because I can't say that about some of the other shows I watched this year. But anyways, the Cowboy Bebop show is a 7 out of 10. The Cowboy Bebop movie is a 8 out of 10. I recommend both to people who like cyberpunk and sci-fi stuff, but not like hardcore, super intense sci-fi. More like the fun, sort of, ragtag group of idiots kind of sci-fi. If you like sh stuff like Outlaw Star, you'll like Cowboy Bebop. Anyways, or Firefly, if you're a big fan of the the Firefly TV show, you'll probably enjoy Cowboy Bebop because it's pretty similar in a lot of ways. So, next on the list. I formed a new obsession this year. 
with a sport that before now I hadn't really cared about. I've been sort of like a casual fan of MMA for a long time, but this year was when I first formed my interest in boxing after I started watching Hajime no Ibo. Now, I've now done two separate fucking episodes on Hajime no Ippo. So, <laughs> I've done one episode talking about the smaller movies, and I've done one episode talking about the main show, which is probably one of my weakest episodes ever made on this podcast, I'm not gonna lie. I had a problem with recording halfway through, and I had to start recording again halfway through, and it cut together really awkwardly, and I could tell people could notice because its view count is lower than any of my other videos, except for the ones I've released the most recently, because they take time. I am talking very quickly, because I don't know how to stop talking. Ah... But Hajime no Ippo, at least the main show, which is about 75 episodes long, it's worth it. Watch it, it's really, really good. The special is okay too, whenever it talks about Takamura and his uh, start as a boxer. The following movies have been kind of okay. Hajime no Ippo Champion Road was basically just a, a hour-long quality episode of the show with that's continuing the main story and isn't unrelated. Uh, whereas Kajimi no Ippo Mashiba versus Kimura was kind of, uh, it's okay. I just don't care that much about Kimura, which is sad because he's a good character, but, you know, not really the guy I care about seeing. I want to see Takamura. Or, you know, Ippo fight. Aoki and Kimura are alright. But, you know, I care less about their fights. Because they're not as good at good at it. It's And Kimura was never going to beat Mashiba. Yeah, to spoil it a little bit for you, Kimura loses the fight in this movie. <laughs> Just barely. He puts up a really good fight, because otherwise it wouldn't be a good... It wouldn't be worth making a movie about. But he does lose. And at one point, it, it, th this particular movie pissed me the fuck off. Because at before the fight, he says, if I don't win this fight, I'm going to retire. It's one of those fucking things where he says, I'm going to retire from the fight, from fighting, if I lose this specific match. And then he does. And then he just starts fighting again, but he changes the way he spells his name. Like, that's it. He's like, like, yeah, yeah, Kimura, spelled like this, is no longer fighting anymore. But I'm Kimura, who spells his name like this, so, you know, I'm a completely new guy, guys. I'm, 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 I'm here to continue my career. It's a fucking cop-out. It's a big, colossal fucking cop-out. And I have no idea if Mashiba vs. Kimura, this movie, is canon or not. Because unlike the other uh, episodes, the special and Champion Road, it doesn't feel as well laid into the story as the other ones. It feels like it could just exist, and it doesn't have any sort of parallel in the manga. Because... And I could be totally wrong, because I didn't research this at all before making this video. I could be totally wrong, and it not matter, and I'm just a big dumb idiot. Hi there.
So I talked about three different Ghibli movies this year. And that left me sort of in a tough spot because uh, I, whenever you watch something that's really good, but also, you know, really well known and has been talked about so much, you really kind of come to a difficult conclusion as to what to talk about and how to talk about the different films that are in question talking is hard um ghibli films are all really good and artistic and yes there are some that are better than others and there are some that are easier to talk about but overall talking about something that's really really good can often be really really hard and that's what uh that's what i found myself doing whenever i kind of came around to reviewing Howl's moving castle I love the movie, but I didn't know what to do with it. Uh, I knew what I thought about it, and I talked about that stuff. And luckily, I was very lucky to have a roommate who knows a whole bunch about uh, Howl's Moving Castle and could help me talk about it. And, (laughs) like, she had read the book, and she knew a whole bunch about the story. And having her on the call with for that episode, even though the quality, like the audio quality, was a little bit difficult, and I am sorry. It's uh, one of the reasons why I'm probably going to do like 90% of these episodes on my own. I don't really, you know, like the audio quality of having to use my headphone microphone. But I don't think Anchor supports browser so I can use my good microphone that I can use for my YouTube videos. (laughs) I have this great microphone that's sitting over here. It was like like $70. It would be so crisp. It would be so much better than the one I'm using right now. But because Anchor is the most accessible way for me to be able to make this podcast, it makes it difficult for me to use anything else i'd love to be able to just plug this microphone into my cell phone i have an iphone 7 because i am poor uh and just talk into that and i'm sure there's someone out here listening that's like fucking hey i know how to do that man i can help you i'll show you how man like i i mean I, sorry for giving you an annoying voice, but I'd actually really appreciate that. I don't know how to do anything technological. If it's got wires and it goes to the internet, that shit's NASA to me. Uh, so, if people have an idea of what I can do to increase the quality of the show that I just don't realize yet, uh, please uh, send me a message on Twitter. At Anchor Anime. Uh, that would be really cool of you guys. Also, give a follow while you're there. Uh, it wouldn't hurt. Having people follow the Twitter would be really awesome, and <laughs> it would give me more of an incentive to post more often about different things. Anyways, I just really invested in wanting to make this show part of my life, and have it be part of your lives in extension. So thank you guys for watching, and Howl's Moving Castle is a really good sh- good movie. I gave it an 8 out of 10. It's not the best Ghibli movie, but it is very solid, and lots of people seem to agree with that. 
Then I watched a movie that I would consider to be a Ghibli clone or pseudo Ghibli movie. In Mary and the Witch's Flower. Now, I hate to say this, because Mary and the Witch's Flower isn't a bad movie. I just don't like the fact that it's not very unique. The, the fact that it's basically just a Ghibli movie in every way except name really set me off on it. To be kind of harsh with it. Because, I mean, it's actually a very good movie. It's probably the best movie that I've ever rated a 6 out of 10. Which is weird to say out loud. But the fact that it doesn't seem to have an original bone on its body, and its structure, and overall like pacing is really weird and off. I, I couldn't give it a higher score than 6. Which is too bad. Uh, you can hear my m more in-depth thoughts about it in my actual episode, but this this is just a year's overview of everything I watched. Yeah. Princess Mononoke is my favorite Ghibli film, even though it's not my highest, you know, well, it's not my highest scored Ghibli film. Because I know a different Ghibli film that I like less but appreciate more. That I also watched this year. Princess Mononoke is full of action. It's extremely creative. It's w extremely well designed. It has a thought-provoking message. And I think that anyone and everyone should give, it, give this movie a chance or a watch. Wouldn't consider it for real young kids. Sometimes I consider that whenever I'm reviewing shows. If you're watching, If I'm watching movies that may or may not be the sort of thing that you want to show your kids... I don't think a lot of the people I listen to this podcast have kids. If I look at my uh, <laughs> ratings of uh, the age range of the people who listen, not a lot, I'm guessing not a lot of you nowadays have kids. But you could, you know, you could. Lots of people listen to this show now. From all over the world, fucking surprises the shit out of me, by the way. Can't believe that so many of you guys out there exist and listen to this show. It kind of scares me. <laughs> but who knows? Princess Mononoke is a 9 out of 10. It's almost perfect. Uh, Mushishi and its special. Uh, Hihamukage. Hayamukage. 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 Is a fantastic show, and if you are willing to watch something that's kind of slow and quiet and sort of moody, if you would, watching this show feels like going on a walk on a cloudy day. That is the feeling that it gives me, and I like going on walks on cloudy days and thinking about my life, so if you like that kind of thing then you'll probably like Mushishi as well. So, uh, the special is really, really good, by the way. 
He Had Mukage is probably the best episode of the Mushishi show that I have seen, and I couldn't recommend it more. If, In fact, I'd even recommend people watch that one first to see if they want to give the whole series a chance. Alright, so, Spirited Away is my highest rated movie, and uh, highest rated thing that I watched this year, overall. Because it's the perfect movie. It's incredibly animated, incredibly well written. It's... Per I can't think of a single criticism. That's my problem. I can't think of a single criticism. And the only reason I can say that I like Mo uh, like Princess Mononoke more is just because of like really personal reasons and it has nothing to do with the quality of either film. I just think that Spirited Away is a perfect movie and I can't give it anything lower than a 10 out of 10, which is kind of a crime for a person who reviews things for a living. Like, you should be able to come up with some sort of criticism, and I can't, and I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I've even read other reviews. Almost everyone gives this movie either a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. And all of their criticisms are basically just really specific nitpicks. It's fantastic. And last but not least is Your Lie in April which was, I believe, my second ever review. Uh, Your Lie in April is cry porn. <laughs> it's about talented young people who live their li who are trying to live their lives to the fullest despite their many, many, like, uh, except the, uh, regardless of the walls that life puts in front of them. And if that doesn't sound like every young adult, <laughs> any young adult, sad young adult movie. Also, there's kind of a romance thing in it, because of course there is. This is basically like one of those movies, like A Fault in Their Stars, only if all the characters in, those, in that movie were, you know, musical prodigies. And had tragic backstories. <laughs> It's a really good movie. It's a good show, but once you sort of recognize that, it kind of cheapens the whole experience a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is just a fault in their stars. Only it's anime, and they're all music prodigies. Oh, it's all. It's a. It's it's good, but it's a little bit lower on the list than you know, pr probably the rest of the things I watched this year. I had a wonderful year getting to make this show for you guys. And it makes me really happy to continue into 2021 doing the same thing. I'll have a new episode out really soon. Thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful night. Stay tuned. I'll release uh, something on the Twitter telling people to come watch the show. Have a good night, guys. Or day. I don't know where you're listening to this shit. Have a good one.